0: Tin, tin foil hat. If you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms on Twitter at tinfoil hat cast, reddit.com backslash r backslash tinfoil hat show, on Instagram at tinfoil hat pod, or all comedy t shirtscom Email us at tinfoil
1: at gmail.com Welcome back to another episode
0: of tinfoil hat. Tin foil hat. Tinfoil hat. Uh, come with me. Into the Waters
2: of Conspiracy with Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Mr. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli!
0: With my friend Ryan Davis. Uh, hi, Ryan. We're I'm the like first this, gay cause... couple of conspiracy theories. Yeah. I think it's beautiful, man. It cold up <laughs> <out> there, partner? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> it's some mystical, deep, dark realm crazy shit.
2: Wake up, Aaron. People everywhere. Hey man, where's hey the man. truth there, dog? Oh, What the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to
0: get your mind blown? Revolution will be
1: podcasted.
0: Yes. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know who we are. You know what we're here to do. Uh, guys, the tickets are starting to move. For the tinfoil hat comedy night at Cobbs, June 1st. Grab your tickets now. Whoever buys the most tickets. Dude, here's what's going on. Whoever brings the most people gets a private podcast with Eddie Bravo, Off The Grid, myself, Tresmana, and we're going to do a private podcast with you. Now, I just got hit up by some dudes like, hey, man, I know you're in San Francisco. We love tinfoil hat. We want to take you to a giant weed strip bar, we will send a limo to pick you guys up okay. if you guys want to come. I'm like, yeah, Shit we do want to come. But you know what? I got to sell out this thing first. So what's going to happen is we are going to take whoever wins with us, probably with us to go to the weed strip bar. Because I just it's so weird. I asked my friend last time, I'm like, why aren't strip bar, Why? Why has anyone opened a weed strip bar?
1: What's the chance it's vegan being in Frisco?
0: Pretty
3: good. Well, if it's weed, probably too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. So uh, June first is 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 Cobbs. June second is the Punchline Sacramento. Tickets are moving, man. We're happy, dude. We're about five weeks out. Hopefully, we'll have the thing sold out or close to sold out. So grab your tickets. Come to San Francisco. Come get weird. Hear about conspiracies, lizard people, Pizza Gate. You name it. UFOs, all that shit. Can you look that up real quick? Can you go to, um, look up real quick, Cobb's, sure. Cobbs Comedy Why Club, not? real quick while you introduce I like, the, I
3: like the website you're on right yeah. now. Yeah, no, but well, we'll no, go
0: back no, to no, it, it, dude. Don't you worry about that, hey, man. Are we,
3: on, uh, are, we on, are we live on video now?
0: We are live
3: on video. It doesn't dude. affect anything. I was just curious.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so there it is, dude. You know, we got Tom Green. Yeah, he's cool. Who else is that? Fun Cheap? Who needs Fun Cheap? There it is. Top one. Tin foil hat comedy night. David
3: Allen Greer canceled. He couldn't handle it.
0: Yeah, dude. Get out of town, dude. Get out of town. Look at that, dude. Can't beat that. 8 p.m. Come get weird. 8 p.m., dude. $20 ticket, my man. It's really cheap. Come get weird. Ask questions. Be a part of the glory. And if we sell these out, it just starts rocking and rolling from there. You know it. I know it. So that's enough of the business. Oh, guys, go check out the YouTube at youtube.com backslash Sam Tripoli. And the Patreon has been off the hook. And enough of that. Please welcome to the show. He's just been added to the All Things Comedy family. He was part of one of the greatest podcasts ever done in the history of mankind. Uh, he's got a great podcast called the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Please welcome Wheeler Walker Jr.
3: Thanks for having me, man. We've been trying to do this forever, and I'm a fan. So, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. You were canceling, you're yeah. you moving and grooving. If you canceled again, I was going to be like, "Fuck this noise, dude." Not me, yeah, man. Yeah,
3: and I had some car difficulties. Took an Uber here. All good. Shit. What's and up wasn't with the gonna, car? It, I just, I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a redneck stereotype that I never got. I just don't really know cars that well, so. I wish I could fucking fix the fix the fucking you car. You can't
0: be a master of everything, though. Do you That's feel bad about that? Cause sometimes I feel bad I don't got man skills and everything. Are you good at cars? No.
3: Yeah, I just, like, I just had some guy pick it up. I was like, you know what? I'll just get in a fucking...
0: Nowadays, fucking Uber is like... You now get, you can eat. lease an Uber. You can just lease it for the month. Any car you want at a certain price. Bam.
3: You know, I was waiting for an Uber. Uh, this is a true story. I was waiting for an Uber, and it wasn't getting there, so I was like... Looking, to, I was trying to figure out what was going on. I was trying to send them a letter. I was all pissed off, and I don't know what I pressed. It's something about signing up for, but I signed up to drive an Uber by accident. Yeah. So I still to this day I get a monthly statement of zero dollars <laughs> and zero cents because I'm an Uber driver. Yeah. I accidentally signed up, so uh, they send me st- my my pay stubs every month.
1: How crazy would that be? You're in a bar and you're like, "Hey, man, my Uber driver's Wheeler."
3: Oh, yeah. Actually, that was an idea we had for the this the most recent album, "Old Wheeler." I was gonna. My idea was to drive around Nashville, pump up the, as an Uber driver, pump up the album just like fans could get in to take a ride listen to the record, but it never worked out. But
1: Yeah, push everything. I heard you going on a really yeah, like, amazing Yeah, talk about tour. these
0: tours, dude.
3: Yeah, we're doing, um, we just got to the Kid Rock Tour in the fall. Congrats on that. That's yeah, going to be fun. It's just, um, it's going to be my first time in kind of arenas and amphitheaters, which is, if you've heard my music, you know it's a little bit, it's not kid friendly, so but I mean, that's a Kid Rock. I know he's yeah. kid,
0: but he rocks.
3: He's Kid Rock friendly. But yeah, I I'd always I always pictured this music in big places, and I just honestly never thought it would happen, so I'm appreciative of the He awkward. got
0: really scared because I did a tweet about Kid Rock, and he's like, dude, we got Wheel of Walker on, and dude, you can't be talking smack about Kid Rock. I love Kid Rock. He just happened to put out a weird fucking tweet. He's thanking Barbara Bush for uh, a bookmobile in Detroit, and I was like, you know, that's like the Ewoks thanking Darth Vader for all the f- new, f- all the free firewood they got after the Death Star attacked Endor. I mean, that doesn't make any fucking sense.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot thrown at me right here, but I, you know, <laughs> if he, I, 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 I don't, I don't know him that well. But I, but my guess is he ain't checking in on that kind of t- like tweet. Probably you're right. I'll He's a nice you, dude, though, dude. I'll, yeah, super nice dude. I'll bet you. He seems like one of the guys, and I've never asked him, but I would just guess he doesn't even know how to. I'll bet some dude's doing his Twitter and shit for him.
0: Yeah, when you get that big? You don't have time for that. Yeah,
3: I I would just guess he just, coming up, because he's probably around our age, just doesn't give a shit. It's just like, you know, someone came to him. Again, I'm just telling stories out of school. I don't know this, but my guess is the new thing is Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and they're like, he goes, well, go do it then i you know. do it.
1: pay somebody I pay somebody to do it too. Well Sam mentioned in the beginning of the podcast uh, that you were part of the greatest podcast ever which is number 531 of the Church of What's Happening Now. Which one was that? And that's when uh Uncle Joy was explaining his uh strong pimp game and how he would pimp out Lee in oh, prison. Oh yeah,
3: I that was it was funny cuz they always talk about how great that was but you just see me just going like this looking back and forth. <laughs> Because I was just enjoying it, I felt like I was getting in the way, yeah, all I was doing was it was cracking me up
1: i I played it for Sam when we were driving down to La Jolla, and he literally was crying. And I was like this and is we
3: great. had another good I actually did Joey, because I took Joey out in a couple of days. how was that th- it was fucking great, and then I did the podcast. I was here a few weeks ago, and um I did the podcast, and we got so I don't know what the fuck he's smoking man, but and I'm not. Like I like weed, it's but death is it? But here's the thing: so I took a, a couple bong hits, and I went home that night. I called my girlfriend, basically crying, just like something's wrong with me. Yeah. And Joey was so fucked up. Lee was so fucked. Lee didn't. T- it's the great lost podcast. We never. It, it's gone. It never aired. Oh, you. Kn- Lee, Lee didn't record it. Well, Lee, hey. for,
0: dude, that happens at least <laughs> once to every podcast. It's happened to us at the Patreon. Uh, our old podcast, uh, the one I just did was Punch Drunk. That's how, we had a great episode where Steve Ranzisi was throwing up after him after uh, Tebow was talking about Phoenix Marie and all the weird shit she's done. He's throwing up in a thing, and the guy's like, I, I, I can't find the recording. <laughs> oh, yeah,
3: I, I mean, I looked over at Joey and Lee. They're both just like, you know, kind of passed out. Nice. And I'm like, and I actually remember I go, and I remember asking, I go, hey, uh... Joe, you ever been too fucked up and and not aired the podcast? He goes, "We would never fucking do that." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he call gets me the call like we got to reschedule man. Hey we dog, called. yeah we got to reschedule.
1: Well, since we're talking for about the, the guy, record though, uh, it's never happened in all things comedy. Just, just, just no,
3: saying, it yes. hasn't, Aaron. So
0: yes, <laughs> do your victory fucking lap. <laughs> hey, two and a talk- half
1: years. Two and a half years. No mistakes.
0: There you go. Since no, we're
1: talking no about no mistakes,
0: uh, no mistake. That's Aaron. He's the spirit. There you go,
1: Wheeler. So those are your spirit guides. You get to choose which one. What okay. are they? Don't Those make are, me choose that's, between that's Joey That's a very and Lee. limited edition Rockin' Pins. They made a very limited run of only 100 of Uncle Joey and uh, Lee Cyan. 100 each? Yeah, uh, the itch is 100 ever made. So. These look pretty fucking cool. Yeah, so if you
3: ever want, maybe can get I see done.
1: one? free plug for uh, Rockin' Pins
0: on Instagram. Yeah, Joey Diaz <laughs> looks look
1: great.
3: Dude. Let me see. Lee looks dead.
0: Lee looks like Dana White. Why does Lee look like Dana White? <laughs> Lee, this, Lee, this is a good look for Lee. <laughs>
3: yeah. Lee should be a pin. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's been doing stand up lately, man, too. Yeah, he's been killing it. He's, Impressed. I've learned a lot with the comedy is that uh, I've been watching the new punk rock is gay. Gay is the new punk rock. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, dude, I don't care. I'll suck a dick, dog. And, like, and then the next guy's like, yeah, dude, I watch gay porn. I don't care. And the next guy's like, I've been with trannies. So and you're like, okay, dude, it's it's like it's not that dangerous if everybody's Well, that's doing the thing
3: it. is, I have, on my first record, I have a song called Which One of You Queer is Gonna <laughs> Suck My Dick. Yeah. And, um,. At, to me it felt kind of tame um but everything that in country music is times 10 it's like we don't sing about gay shit and also we don't sing you know talking about guys sucking your dick you know it's just like that's
0: a big no talk about
3: but it's fun to see you know all the all my fans just you know a bunch of dudes backward baseball hats just screaming you know about getting their dick you know which one of you queers gonna suck my dick and they started fucking screaming <laughs>
1: i can't wait to see how this tour goes with kid rock i can't imagine Yeah, it's gonna that.
3: be fun because i think you know being the first on i assume those amphitheaters are just starting to get filled up people yeah. getting their hot dogs in yeah. their seats and they're, they're gonna be doing double takes like what this fucking asshole talking about you know
0: <laughs> yeah. well well uh well how'd you get into country music like have
3: you always been a country music guy yeah well growing up in kentucky it was kind of oh, all there is a, i was i was gonna ask you you talked about you know the punk rock of whatever i was gay were you yeah, but but were you into? Do you say that because were you were into punk? I rock. was
0: in. I was. I was in everything. I I know. I hate when people say, "Oh, I liked
3: everything," but I really did like everything. Yeah, I was a big punk fan, and mm-hmm. I grew up listening to just fucking rock and roll, and but kind of country was everywhere. And then as I got older, I was like, is like, you know, like here's the way I explain. It. Here's the story I tell. I go I'm in my I'm in my buddy's room in junior high. We're listening to N.W.A. Go go take a piss. Go in the hallway. His Parents are out there listening to Waylon, and I'm walking back to in the into his room from the from the bathroom, and I'm hearing Ice Cube rapping, and I'm hearing the twang of Waylon in the background. And I always say I'm making music kind of in that hallway, the the dirty language with that kind of country sound. For
0: sure, dude. You know I've heard Rogan talk about this. I've talked about this before. It's just like the old country music stars were a gangster, dude.
3: Oh my God, the stories. That, did you ever? Did you see? Um, uh, did you see Tales from the Tour Bus? No, the Mike Judge show. You know what it is? Oh yeah, I've heard of that. An animated I show about the old fucking crazy. Story. Was it on Amazon or Hulu? No, I think it was something weird. I remember I had to crackle. I had, no, I had to watch it. It was Cinemax, which <laughs> I thought was fucking didn't even exist.
0: Yeah, I thought that was nineties. It but, had
3: yeah. its time. Yeah, I used to watch. You know, whatever you call it. What'd they called they called it Skinamax. Yeah, right?
0: Skinamax, because it was softcore porn. Yeah, yeah but everything like everything now, but, now, but they
3: had this and it was really it was it's like all the. I almost didn't want to animate. You just want to see this, but it's like all the crazy. I mean, these guys were these guys were more rock stars than any fucking rock stars you ever met. But that's what you know. I always kind of talk about, um, like to me, like my favorites: Waylon, George Jones, Willie. Like the problem with that stuff, it's not a problem, but it's just it's that that music's not made for kids. You know, right? Like kids don't listen to Waylon Jennings. Some do. I know people who have to listen to his kids, but it's it's music made for. He's talking about life. at... You know, ex-wives, and right, right. Relationships in life and shit. It's Like, I wasn't ready for it at sixteen or eighteen, but I realized there was a lot of fucking punk rock in there too. And you, I don't know if you knew, Waylon's first gig was uh, he played bass for Buddy Holly. Ah. Do you know? I that? didn't know, you know that. that. Yeah, he he um uh gave up his seat on the plane.
1: That's so wild. It's like really? Jimi Hendrix played a yeah, guitar he gave, for.
0: You uh,
3: know that you know the, you know the plane. The, the, yeah, of course. Richie so Ballin, he was going to so. die in the plane. You know, he get uh, the big bopper was sick and begged him for a seat, and he gave him the seat. And they talked about it on that show. He go and he said, um, you know, I think Buddy Holly, you know, made fun of him when he was leaving. He was like, have fun on that cold bus, you know. <laughs> and then Waylon said something back, you know, like making fun of him. He said he took him years to get over it, just because the last thing he said to his buddy was something... Kind of insult.
0: Oh, know. man. That's, that's some rough-ass shit.
3: <laughs> I forget which song it is he sings about. Yeah, you know, some version of, like, I don't want to talk about that plane anymore, you know, because everyone fucking asks him about it all the time.
0: No, I get that. So, yeah, I, I co- I'm i at a weird place comedically. I just shot my own my own special, and I find myself at you a place. You do it
3: independently? Yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the way to do it. Because I was it. before the show, I do, I do all my albums myself.
0: Well, I mean, my last... Three albums I've done on myself. I actually, every album I've ever shot, was recorded, was done by myself. I've never, I've always been, a, uh, you know, they won't let Rain, Rudolph play in their reindeer games. It's never been like that. I've From the jump, I was an outsider. And up until recently, that that's always tormented me because I never get included in it. Like these festivals, they never include me. But now it's like It's it's going so well And I enjoy it And even if I'm hoping Netflix Will buy You know Buy my special If not I'm just gonna fucking put it out And then start cranking out The next ones You know Well that's
3: what I did I just You know I, I, My buddy Sturgill Who's getting obviously huge now, you know Sturgill Simpson And his old buddy from Kentucky I go I think I'm making a record And who You know Do you know Anybody want to make it And he introduced me to This guy Dave Cobb Who's you know Went on to do Chris Stapleton Chris Stapleton and all this. Probably won four Grammys since I made my first record. Not on me, of course. Shit. But um, So it was just, it was just you know, luck of the draw. I found the right guy. and I, At the time, he wasn't as big as he is now, so right. I could afford it. I was just like, why the fuck would I have a fucking, why would I talk to fucking Warner Brothers Records yeah. when I can just pay this guy a check? And I left. I mean, the actual conversation I had when I left the studio after we made the first record, I owned, had the album, every, the whole thing on a hard drive. Which is weird now, because it's digital. But I had it on a hard drive, and I just looked back, and I was like, "Man, this is w- way better." He was just like patting me on the back. We were both just like, "Man, this." T- we both just said, "This album's way better than we thought it was going to be." Yeah. And I go, "Yeah, it's it's a pain. It's a it's kind of a bummer. No one's going to hear it because I thought I was just making it for my friends." Right, right, right. And then people start, and then it started bo- getting bootlegged around town in Nashville, and like, I was like, "You know what?" And then, You're then, on to then, something. Then yeah, it's, 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 once they start whispering and talking. Then they want to meet with you. And once I had a few meetings, it, it gave me the confidence to just like if they think there's something there, why don't I put it on myself? I'm not giving them a fucking whatever it is, eighty percent of it for the right to you know, to have capital records or whatever it is on the fucking back pocket. You, get,
0: you were do talking that. about how it doesn't connect with, with kids and kind of what I was trying to get into was that I'm having disconnect with crowds because what I want to talk about isn't like Walmart's so weird and, like, this need to, like, kind of, like, you know, connect with everybody when I really want to talk about weird shit like sex cults and lizard people and all that shit that interests me more than this. And it's, like, this notion I, I, like, if I got offered a, I I broke my own, I said I'd never take a college gig. I took it with Tiffany Haddish. I got booed off stage. Okay? All right. I don't feel this need to connect with people anymore, and I don't know if that's a Isn't good Isn't
3: that, thing. I think that's a sign of growing up, which is like, you know, I made the records, both records just like, and I'm not just saying this to sound cool, I literally didn't give a shit whether people liked them. I cared if, if my buddies playing on it liked it. I cared if the producer liked it. I cared if my friends liked it. Um, other than that, I could like, the whole point was to piss people off, you know? Like, you can't curse in country music. I'm like,
2: "Fuck says, says who? Says who?
3: It's like I. There's no fucking rules about you know. Shut the fuck up. You know. My favorite one was this. They have all. I mean, country music has awards every fucking two days. You oh, know. Yeah. The the C and I. I always I always like on social media. I always complain how I don't get invited, even though I outsell all these fuckers. But CMT awards the to get in. First of all, why does CMT have an award show? They don't play fucking music. Sure the CMT can,
0: the the channel. Yeah. And nobody watches it.
3: Exactly. So they had the CMT awards, like country music, and, the, and awards, Which, and the way you, um, the the, um, the requirements for getting in was having a top 10 Billboard country album. Well, I had two. So I'm like, well, I, I go, you know what? I'm going to show them. I'm going to fucking show up. They think I'm not showing up, and I'm going to fucking show up. And most of my family's from from uh, Nashville, so I had my aunt drop me off at the show. <laughs> She was on her way to dinner so I asked if she could give me a ride. You carpooled the red carpet? So, yeah, so my aunt dropped me off at the red carpet. That's so
0: great. And she went out
3: to dinner and I had, and I got it to go order. I said we need to get it to go and I'll come back and pick it up on the way. <laughs> and but I was once I got there I was uh-huh. like I got in there and like first of all Fucking Pitbull played the Country Music Award. Why? I mean, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But th- my point is, the joke was on me. Like, I finally I got in <laughs> to the cool crowd of that I complained I wasn't in. And I was like, I don't want this, you know? I snuck my way in. I mean, didn't sneak my way in, but I found a way to get in. It's like, I'm never coming back to this fucking shit ever again, you know? I remember seeing I sat that. sat through the fucking 10 different... Uh, 10 of the worst fucking artists I've ever heard in my fucking life. Hey, Bored off my fucking dude. ass. Yeah, trying to be part of this fucking cool gang. I don't I, want it.
0: I, 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 I can't. Uh, you know, I have a lot of my friends that have built their their followings through the internet and they are desperate to get back on TV and it's just, it's like Ari Shafir once said to Bobby Lee, it's like, you're like you ex- escaped the plantation yet you want to run back to it because, you know, they're all in their late 30s, early 40s and that to them is making it. Their heroes exactly. all well, did
3: that. The example I always use is um, The first time I did Rogan When the first album came out I mean Rogan's obviously an exception He's so huge But I did Rogan And another someone else I knew Didn't know but I knew of Played at Saturday Night Live that week I sold more albums from Rogan Than this artist sold from Saturday Night Live And you know that that's true One hundred. He's the new Johnny Carson Of course I mean it's like What the fuck am I Why the fuck You know how much work it would take Doing to, Joey Diaz Is oh, more effective oh, than uh, doing of The Tonight Show Of course Like You know how much ass you gotta kiss and how much dick you gotta suck to get on fucking SNL when a podcast is just, do they like you and can you stop by? Yeah. It's like, why, you know? And also, the other thing I, because I'll I'll do, like, people will call me, I don't know who the fuck they are, YouTubers or whatever. Can you get on Skype and do a podcast? If it seems at all legit, I'll fucking do it. Because if it's a bunch of little ones add up, you know, like. For sure. I don't give a shit about, you know. When I people ask me to do podcasts I don't ask for their fucking numbers You know yeah, So
1: I noticed that you did one uh, Last year A uh, podcast called The Devil You Know
3: Oh yeah Could the you satan- tell us a little bit about yeah, it Yeah well the um, I follow the Church of Satan On a uh, We do too right We follow The
1: Satanic Temple But we got We're oh, all good. Is that like blood and Crips
3: it, it, It's all love It's all good Yeah so they um, I was following cause They actually have They actually have really Kind of Funny tweets Funny tweets And kind of clever tweets Like people like always try to give them shit and they always have answers because they know what they're talking about. So they always have answers, you know, like, obviously, because I find it interesting, honestly, because obviously a lot of country music was, you know, you know, Jesus for, you know, good versus evil, (coughs) Jesus versus the devil, whatever, on your shoulders. So I thought it'd be even interesting to just talk to them, you know, Mm -hmm. but also in the back of my mind, of course, piss people off like I was doing a A guy, a country, a guy with the top 10 country albums talking to a satanic podcast, but they're really fucking cool dudes. And again, you know, it was like they, they're um, they're kind of their creed as they were explaining to me. They said they don't worship the devil, and that they, it's all about just kind of being free and having fun. And they they recognize a lot of what they do in my music. Very hedonistic. Yeah, but, but kind of like um, I was kind of saying before, like I don't understand why not just I don't know what you need the 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 church for then i guess was my question for him.
0: well i get that too uh, you know big thing is the pope just came out said there's no hell which it's very interesting that nobody had a reaction to that and if there's no hell there's no satan and it's just basically mother earth and it's it's just very interesting now you say you wish you had had more uh, outrage i personally think most outrage on the internet is paid for saturday night live does it all the time They'll have somebody purposely oh, 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 say something 100%. crazy
3: and i I've done it too my album my second album came out uh the um that um the week my second album came out another big country star who's since become big, but he was my competition for the week because I wanted a number one album I don't care about numbers but it just would have made me feel good yeah and the guy I was competing against um our managers hooked us up and like let's have a let's have a twitter war about like you know going back and forth, like, who's going to have a number one album? And I'm like, I'm going to fucking kick you on, your ass on the charts. And all these, like, his fans got pissed at me, my fans got pissed at him. But it was all, like, we knew each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's but, all fake. But that was a lame version of it. didn't work, but Saturday I'm saying Saturday
0: like, Live does it all the time. They're like, and, and when you, They'll have somebody say something, Larry David or Louis C.K. talking about how every there's a guy that molested kids in his neighborhood, and, and they do that on purpose. And then they have what they, it's called astroturfing, and they have this entire group of uh, PR people who have all these bots, and these bots put out. Oh, and when you really break it down, they're not saying I'm offended; they go, they're asking, "Are you offended?" And then people, I'm offended, and it's just like it's just every so now you yeah, running and, and
3: then the articles like. Are you offended by this thing? And that makes them offended. Like, yeah. Oh, did you hear the news? This new offensive thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I And I'm, that's kind of what I was trying to do with my music. But having it so dirty is just like an, people put, off. Put, put an end to that. You know, like if it's if it's, if it's just R-rated country, it's like there's, no, there's nowhere else I can go with it. You know, it's like I got banned from the chain stores which I thought was... Walmart, Best Buy, Target, right? Yeah, all of them.
0: How funny is it that Walmart is complaining
3: about Amazon
0: being shady business? (laughs) Like, you've been robbing and pillaging communities forever, and now someone's beat you at your own game, and now your business model is suffering, and you're trying to cry about how, like, shady Amazon is.
1: Well, it's right here in L.A. There's the two mobs, the Russian mob and the Armenian mob, dude. So oh, the little. Well, oh,
3: you know was weird too? I was at a mall recently, and I saw. Um, I don't go to the mall much, but I saw an, an Amazon bookstore, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Now I get it. And that's what they've been doing. They got all these fucking bookstores out of business. Now they're building fucking bookstores. Yeah. You can go and buy the all that stupid shit they sell. The Alexa. Yep. That I heard, mm-hmm. you know, record your fucking shit. For sure. Definitely does. Whatever it is, all that shit. The Kindle. It's like. Now that now, now that they're all gone, they're building fucking store.
1: So red boxes will become blockbusters soon, probably, huh?
3: Yeah. What, what's red Box again? Where you put the yeah, yeah? You just get the DVD right out of it. Yeah, right who's got a DVD
0: player? I don't know. It's crazy. So uh, uh, well, so country music's interesting because there's a lot like we've done episodes before on devil and hip hop, devil and rock and roll, and it's really interesting because right before you hit me up. I saw somebody tweet that about how there's all this darkness in country music. Well,
3: can I, not to interrupt, but my favorite, if anyone's out there wants to learn about country music, my favorite album of all time is probably the Leuven Brothers. It's called Satan is Real. And is by hands down the greatest album cover of all time. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, anyway you can get up there. Sure. But it's so fucking crazy. But it's it's the best country album I've ever heard. These the, the Leuven Brothers. I just love those harmonies. How do you spell their name, Leuven? L O U, L O U V I N.
0: L O U V I N.
3: But it looks like it looks like. Um, and it's Satan, what? Satan is real. It looks like it was made for three dollars. I mean, but it's back in the fifties. Could
0: have been three bucks then. That was a lot of money. Go to yeah
3: images. There yeah, we go. Look at that. <laughs> look at the look at the, look at the devil. It's like a fucking. It looks like a. $10 It looks like something from a uh, a I mean, hand that's, But a that's, but that's not them being funny man that's how that's what how they feel
1: well yeah. yeah it's interesting how the devil seems to pop up in country music over the years and uh, I was thinking about some of the songs that I can personally pull out of like cause even though uh, I'm from LA I grew out in the country so I kind of grew up around some of this stuff
3: and that's the other thing too again not to interrupt but you know no. it's really about you know, redneck or country or whatever it's like it has nothing to do with where, like from being from the south it's like Plenty of rednecks in California, plenty of rednecks, not in New York City, but in New York. You know, just it's just being not in the city, yeah, kind of upstate. Song. Where
2: you're country.
1: from, so. yeah, yeah. So, uh, here's I call some it ghetto songs. country. I call it ghetto. You country. might remember them. The Devil Went Down to Georgia, of course. Charlie Daniels, To Beat the Devil, Chris Christofferson. Speaking of the Devil, by Dolly Parton. Great song. The Devil's Right Hand, by Steve Earle. The Devil Ain't Lazy, song, yeah. by Bob Willis. And, uh, my one of my favorites, The Devil Is On His Way, by Joe Buck. Oh,
3: yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of um, – is it Joe Buck? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, that's a, the one that pulled up on mine. Okay, I was going to
3: say – Joe I Buck? I was, was going to say, I thought it was Buck Owens, maybe, but maybe not. Maybe not. But, yeah, it's like that really is the whole story of country music is like the angel versus the devil or any of those guys who get in trouble DUIs. It's like, you know, the devil got me. You know, I, 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 I couldn't resist temptation. It's all that kind of shit. It's that's Johnny Cash, you sing about that all the time, you know, like – and even before that, Hank Williams, Hank Williams, you know, the King. Yeah, he was all he was saying, you know, singing about. You well,
0: know. there is something to like, you know, all the way back to Sam Sam Cook, mm-hmm. you know, and that whole theory about the crossroads selling your soul. And I know you that know, was, that was
3: Robert Johnson. Yeah, was that Robert
0: Johnson? Robert Johnson's was, yeah, at the crossroads. Robert Johnson, the crossroads, and selling his soul. And I know that's blues, but there's, you know, it kind of it just seems like but that's it's all
3: a, the same history. You know, yeah, it's like, it really it, is. it all goes back to the same thing because I have a problem with people who say that there's some people who claim that there's the blues and then there's country and they melded whatever to form rock and roll, but the two themselves are two separate things. But I don't believe there's a lot of soul and good country. And there's a lot of, there's a little bit of country and good, you know, Get good blues. blues. Yeah. There's like, you know, like um I always think about like the early rock and roll, like Chuck Berry and stuff. There's a lot of real country shit there, you know, the way he sang and stuff kind of that twang, and um you know, like the Everly brothers, kind of one of the first rock and roll bands. That's, that's basically country. But it just had a had an electric guitar, so they called it rock and roll. So, you know, it all kind of melts together. It's, and that's really been the story of really. I mean, don't forget Elvis was thought of as the devil for shaking his hips. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like it's really all just about you know these young kids going on the road. They're Elvis, whoever, nineteen, being tempted with alcohol, pills, whatever it was at the women. time, women, and it's like, do I give in to the devil or do I, you know? Yeah. A couple beers later, you start thinking the devil's a pretty fucking cool dude. Yeah, you know?
0: I like to kick with the devil.
3: i <laughs> Yeah, I'm
1: against it. So what I was talking about, uh, Hank Williams uh, Senior, the song that is like probably the most heavy metal lyrics I can think of in country is "When the Fire Comes Down from Heaven," and it talks about like this whole world will be like wiped away, and it's just this crazy song. And what's crazy is, yeah, he had his son Junior, who was, are you ready for from football. Say what you say about him, but I like Junior. I got. What do you think of Hank Three? So he's
3: good. He's real good. I've
1: always like wondered because like there's. I thought
3: to me, Hank Three sounds more like uh, his grandpa than Junior does.
1: Totally, uh, Hank Three. He's the third generation of the country music dynasty, and his album Straight to Hell is forged with his grandfather probably wouldn't have expected, embracing excessive drinking, fighting drugs, and general hell raising. But even crazier is its uh, Satanism. The cover of this album is called "Satan is uh, is Watching." I believe is the name of the album, and a quote from him when he was interviewed about it is, "My grandfather always <laughs> sang about light, and for some reason, I don't know why, he even goes back to when I was seven or eight years old. I've always been attracted to the dark."
3: Yeah, because Hank's got that song. I saw the light. Yeah, I mean, I get. I mean, I get it. You know, it's like again, that's really the that's really the only story of country music. Is every song's like, you know, it's either super dark looking for the light or super light l- worried about the dark you know it's like breakup songs Your I, dog I, I, got I, I, hit. yeah i still miss you like come back or like you know i don't miss you i've moved on you know it's like it's the themes are kind of i think that's kind of why my my stuff kind of hit a little bit because it was the same it's, it's all real. The, it's all the same thing themes but i didn't i just didn't clean it up Right, you know,
0: which is interesting for your country, because it's like, I always found it so interesting where people put out this kind of Christian image, but like, after the concert, back on the tour bus, you know, it's debauchery, and that's always been my thing on stage, it's just like, you know, Joey Diaz was a lot like that, I just like to be as honest as I can on stage.
3: <laughs> yeah, well that's what, you know, my first, I'll uh, quote unquote hit, was well, not a hit, because I never I played on the radio, but a song called <laughs> Fuck You Bitch, which was... You know, people got pissed about, you know, you can't say bitch. But I was like, it's not a the song's not, you know, fuck bitches. The song was this girl who dumped me. I was heartbroken. And that's how I felt at that moment. So I remember that moment. And when I wrote it, I could feel it, you know. So it's like, I'm not, listen, she's not a bitch. But when she dumped me, yeah, fuck yeah, I call up that's all i mean I women
0: call women bitches i mean it's like this oversensitivity is but, just
3: ridiculous But yeah but people you know relate to that song because they felt that you know right and no one's been no one's had the balls to say it before no not pat myself on the back too much and snoop dogg sang it on his instagram
0: but what black night. guys can say that white guys can't i mean black guys can lovingly refer to women
3: as i'm saying snoop, like, yeah! snoop sang along to my song which was cool Well, I think that's cool. Yeah.
0: I love Snoop Dogg.
1: Have you ever heard of some of (laughs) these? uh, There's like modern bands in country that are kind of like goth, almost folk. Have you ever heard of Split Lip Rayfield? No. Out of Kansas. Uh, Lonesome Wyatt and the Holy Spooks. The Devil Makes Three.
3: The Devil Makes Three I've heard of, yeah. See, I love all that shit that's just kind of like the guys who take it back to the basics, kind of that old kind of folk, bluegrassy.
1: And man, there's this band called Those Poor Bastards. It's just two dudes, and it's like old school like holy revival feeling like it is like gospel goth like dark country like it's a trip man I kind of wanted to play something for you because it's kind of unique who's this? those poor bastards
2: give me trust so I can go outside give I think I
0: lost my mind. <laughs> oh, I like them.
1: So when people think of like country nowadays, they think of your not yours, but Georgia, Florida line,
3: Florida and, Georgia. And yeah, that fucking horrible shit. <laughs> they you don't know.
1: know stuff like this, and like you are out there. You well,
3: know? that was that was really what started all was because you know, the, the at the time you know it was like all this fucking Florida Georgia line pop garbage was out on country radio, and I'm like. If I'm going to play real country, what I consider real country music, what the fuck am I censoring myself for? Because country ain't going to get played anyway. Right. So why change, you know, fuck to darn if they aren't going to fucking play, if it's Florida Georgia Line Hour, you know?
1: I love that. Uh, besides being a member of the church, you're also uh, an official member of like the Mommies because uh, I saw you on, uh, mm-hmm. on your mom's house and you guys were talking about Garth Brooks Oh yeah, G- F- fuck Garth Brooks. Yeah. Z- if you guys ever follow, if you don't follow Wheeler on Instagram, you got to just for the pure fact of how you break that guy's balls. What, what's
3: interesting to, to so so to me as being a little older, you know, when I was coming up, there was real country on the radio, and Garth was the fucking sellout pop guy, you know. Right. Everyone, so nowadays, when people talk about like Florida Georgia Line, Sam Hunt, all this fucking bullshit pop country, at my my generation garth was that guy you know he was the guy who took country to the arenas stadiums to the mainstream so we all thought of him as a sellout and i get it now that looking back he sounds like fucking woody guthrie compared to this dog shit now (laughs) but at the the time he was like you know singing these sappy kind of you know pop songs it is
0: interesting that the suits the the gatekeepers have such a hold on the arts in uh, rap, I, uh, is uh, you look what the rappers are putting out. And what what's going on is they try to act like this is people's taste, and it's not. It is what they're allowing you to taste. So they're only letting through these clown-ass rappers with their fucking rainbow hair and their shitty-ass face tattoos who can't spit a rhyme at all, and they're only letting that out. And so that becomes what? The, oh, that's the flavor. No, that's not the flavor, dude.
3: It's just cramming down your fucking throat. It's
0: like, hell, oh, that's what sticks to the wall. Well, if you only throw dog shit at the wall, people are going to
3: want to consume dog shit. Yeah, it's funny because you know, the after selling some records, obviously, lab, big labels came around. And I'm just like, I don't want to meet with them, but I, I told my people, who by the way work for me, I, you know, I don't, you know, they don't tell me shit to do. But what's
0: it like to have people work for you? Um i have nobody uh
3: it's still you know they they talk they talk me into shit that i don't want to do so <laughs> it's 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 everyone you got on the payroll is a piece of is a fucking pain in the ass yeah <laughs> i like i like everyone i work with but at the end of the day i'd love i'd love to find a way to just do it all myself i just don't have the right, time you right know? right i don't have the resources i can't you know like the kid rock tour i can't fucking plan it i can't be on the phone every day with kid rocks guy like what time do we get there? What time do we unload and all that shit? You just need – I mean, they've really – back to what you're saying, they've built a system where you need those people. Right. What, that's the whole point. They've
0: infused themselves into the formula. Exactly. Like, and without them, like, it's when I first
3: When I first started, they're like, you know, you need a business manager. And a business manager takes 5%. I go, I don't need a fucking business manager. Just give me the money. I'll fucking – you know, whatever. They go, well, do you know how to – you know, let's say I go on a tour – I pay my band members for a show in Indiana, a show in Illinois. You got to pay different taxes for each state. Oh my! So like I couldn't like I would have to go to accounting school. So you end up
1: like Blade Man, watch out. Yeah,
3: but so the answer is they are right. I do need the guy, but it's like built into the system. You need him. You need touring. You need the agents. Why you need the agents? Because they they own. They're in with the promoters. The promoters own the fucking venues. So it's all one giant system that you gotta. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta either. Play ball, or you know, you're fucked. Or or just decide, you know say, you know what? Do everything. Do what L- Levon Helm did. Just kind of at the end of his life, he just had put on shows at his farm. Said, "Come on up and see me if you want to see a show."
1: So, being uh, in the music industry, have you ever come across anyone that you could like legitimately feel was quote unquote evil or nefarious? Have you like a suit that just seemed like um, fucking dark? I guess, I guess I guess
3: I guess my answer is. A fucking lot of them, yeah. I mean, what's it? What's it like out in Hollywood? It's got to be just as bad. Got to be worse, or, or maybe just as bad.
0: Well, I, I you know, it's interesting. Is like, it, it. There are those people who walk around. You're like, why? Oh, this guy. I'm not talking about be- the talent, of course. No, but the uh, uh, the suits, the interaction. They the thing is, they all go away though. That's the most interesting thing with comedy. Is like. If someone's treating you like shit in comedy, they're probably treating everybody like shit and they all eventually go away. It's yeah. just the nature of the biz. They treat enough people like shit, it it all goes away. What I find is how people in my industry get everything they want and they're miserable.
3: Yeah, well, you know, there's studies that show, you know, you know, your happiness is your happiness period, you know. Right. Like if you're miserable, money's not going to make you happy if you're Happy money's not gonna like make you more happier. So just you're you are who you are. You
0: are. You have a certain level of happiness regardless of what. Happens. And that,
3: I mean that's what happens to like let's say like a Kurt Cobain, which is being rich and famous is gonna is is gonna solve all my problems. And when, when it does, not there's the real problem. Yeah. Like, so there's nothing left. Chris Farley, same thing. Yeah. I Got everything.
0: Thing. Went back to drugs. Yeah. It's it just could. like
3: the, all this shit. I thought was gonna make me happy. I'm still just as miserable. So what do you do? You know. So. Yeah, I mean, like I had, I've had a little bit of experience. Like there was some interest in a Wheeler concert special. I came out here, met <laughs> with some fucking dudes, and I got fucked over so fucking bad. They can all fuck their mothers. Up. Fuck, fuck Hollywood. Fuck them all. Like I, I loved watch. I don't, I don't mean like I loved it, but watch all the Harvey Weinstein shit. It just kind of all made sense to me. Right. Having been through it, it's just like, you know, like that. That seems like the kind of people I was dealing with. You know, like. And I would have, for, for, I really want to do this, I would have sucked a dick for the special.
0: Really? Like, that's cool. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what,
3: you. I don't, I don't, I say, I don't want to make a, a light of some yeah. that that, that spe- that's that, someone who sucks dicks, that, that is that bad of a thing, but, you know, I totally see, you know, you know, these people have so much fucking power, mm-hmm. you know. It's They're bad. the gatekeepers. Yeah, I mean.
0: And, you know, a lot of these girls played the game, too, well, that's, and it that's blew what up in I, their
3: faces. I, I love the Chappelle thing where he was talking about, you know, yeah. he's like, you know, he feels bad for all those women who got kind of banned from the industry. But he goes, but a lot of people, women did it, you know, and that they got to live with that, too, you know. It's the truth. I mean, if you suck – if, if you, and that's why I was joking before. If you suck a dick for a part, that's – so who you are, you know. Mm-hmm. You, there's no going back.
0: Well, it's also cheat codes. And nobody wants to take that into account, too. And I, I'm not trying to say anything about the Me Too and that it's 100% real. You know, Harvey Weinstein was a fucking monster. But a lot of them use it to che- – they want cheat codes. And there is a, there is a, 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 a voyage you go on. When you try to make it in Hollywood, and it's like you do all the little shit, and you like you take your acting class, you go to this, you go to this, you go to this. Some people want to cut that line.
3: Yeah, I, I see that a lot too, especially with my music. I'll get emails to my manager, sometimes forward me emails to the website. He stopped doing it now, but it's like people. I got an idea for a song. It's called uh, it's called Pussy Farts. You know, <laughs> like I know what a like. It's not. I haven't not written Pussy Farts because I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Like, like he thinks. He's sitting at home, and I've listened. I've been there, bored, unemployed, depressed. I'll just email Wheeler's management, <laughs> and it was with some, a bunch of bad words that rhyme, and he'll record my song, and I'll become rich. It's like, it's just not how life fucking works. Right, man. right, right. Pick up a guitar, learn how to play it. If the song's that good, record it, and fucking go do it. You know, you just can't, you know.
1: And I think that's what ring true with. Uh with people that are your fans, like I'm one of them, Wheeler, uh, you're doing what you love and you're outside. You're like an outlaw. It's like what country used to be, you know, like America was built on outlaws. People going beyond what the fence borders told you you could do. Hunter S. Thompson was an outlaw journalist. One
3: of my uh, personal hero mine, Kentuckian as yeah, well.
1: I bring it up because there's so much in common I see in – very few people, I imagine, know the the Wheeler underneath the glasses. So it's like I see well, I that. take them off? Well, there you go. So
3: well, yeah, it's like you know. But those, but I give a lot of credit to you know. We were talking about Waylon and Willie. Like those guys, mm-hmm. they were in Nashville. You know, it's like you know you you can't grow your hair out, you can't grow a beard, got to wear the suit. And they go, "Fuck this." Willie go, Willie grabs Waylon and goes, "I got a place in Austin. Let's just go back here and make do albums the way we want to do them. We don't got to do it their way." And they started doing it their way started selling now every, then everyone started doing it you know i mean they weren't literally outlaws but they were outlaws of the country music yeah. world so it's like you know those... they
0: weren't conformist and that's a big problem in entertainment right now there's too many conformists, too many qu- especially in comedy right now people can't sell out quick enough i know what everybody's act is as they're walking to the stage
3: exactly well you know as, as a just a consumer of it I go on Netflix, and they all look like the same fucking special. Yeah, I mean, unless you see, unless I see Chappelle, click. It's got to be, you got to be real. You know, unless it's someone way up there, it's like there's no one. It's like what's separating these guys?
0: Nothing, and they're all selling out, and it's just going back to control and all that stuff, and uh, not want. Comedy is a very interesting thing because you know it, it is the one art where you don't need a financial like support. I just need a microphone and a fucking, and a, well,
3: I'll a, tell you what, I've been, I've been thinking about it a lot since I've been touring is, you know, um, cause I'm paying a band, I'm paying for all their hotel, I'm paying for all their food. It's like, God damn, I wish I could sell, sell this many tickets with just me and a fucking microphone. <laughs> be, be nice.
1: Just the one-stop shop, huh? Maybe yeah. the next tour. Well, so much, it's metaphorical. We're talking about devils, internal, there's devils out here in Hollywood. They're definitely on music row, as you know. But uh, oh, yeah. in a recent poll conducted by YouGov, it found out that nearly 60% of Americans believe in a literal devil. Like there's someone in the middle
0: of the earth going,
2: barr.
1: Yeah, it's no surprise of that.
3: I'll tell you why it's weird, because I believe that, but... Do you, you
1: believe that statistic? Or I, that, believe, that's, that I believe that's
3: statistic, but do you believe that 60% of people act like there's a devil? No. No.
1: Godless, completely, yeah. 86% yeah. uh, answered yes to believing in Satan. I mean, Satan has become the mastermind of popular culture, especially in music, from like heavy metal, like we're saying, all the way up to.
3: Wish I'd known, I would I would have learned Satan is real and played it. <laughs> oh shit!
1: <laughs> Next time. So, uh, but what's crazy is that when you go down deep enough wells in these like conspiracies things, eventually stuff will pop up. And uh, Sam's like, "Have you seen this picture of Zena Lavey?" And it's funny that you talked about the Church of
3: Scientology. Yeah, because, because Anton LaVey started. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's and, his daughter, yeah, so
1: Zena LaVey looks identical to the point where people are saying that she is a clone, that Taylor Swift is a clone of Zena LaVey.
3: Yeah. It, I mean, looks, it doesn't look fucking far off
0: right there. Yeah, not at all, except for the choker.
1: Yeah. The physical resemblance is, I mean, it's pretty crazy. The idea is that she was uh, cloned.
3: By the Illuminati, and she's supposed to be a member of the Illuminati. Right? Supposedly, yeah. yeah,
1: and that's what more and more. Have you ever seen her music videos? There's so much symbolism in
3: there. Yeah, I was. Well, I, someone had told me that because you know, when you're around Nashville, she's you know, just a, she's a topic that comes up a lot. You know, like because she um, was country, then she went pop. Yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of weird stories. Actually, can I tell one that? Please do. Like, am I allowed to say like it's a rumor? It's not true. I'm you not, can I am not going to say allegedly.
0: Imagine. This is time for allegedly with Wheeler Walker.
3: Um, Wheeler Walker is my father's name. And oh, Junior. Wheeler Walker I, I was, Junior. I was, I was, my apologies. I'm, 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 I'm just fucking around. <laughs> no. but um, my apologies. So the, the 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 alleged the rumor going around Nashville is that Taylor Swift want, came there, wanted to be a star, won a record, won a record deal, and there's a label there called Big Machine Records that was just starting out, and the, the, the rumor, again, allegedly, and again, I've just heard this through, no, I haven't heard this through any sources, just, I've heard it. Word on the street. I've heard it from multiple people that her dad um, pulled them out of bankruptcy and paid for, you know, owns a giant piece of the label um, and kept them, like, you know, sign my daughter or whatever and I'll buy the label from you. You know, like I'll I'll keep you. i give you whatever X amount of millions you need to keep the label going. So it's like you know, literally bought her way into it. Which is you know, there's 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 parts of that that can't you know you can't make people buy something. You know? Right. He didn't you know make everybody but, but buy I, her album. But I heard there was also again allegedly that there was you know weird deals where you know they would they would give you a free album for every ticket you bought. So. That's a, that's a new scam they're doing, which is like what, like if you show up, like a, you go see a band in an arena, your ticket, you didn't know it, it came with a free CD, which no one wants a fucking CD, they got <laughs> the shit, so that counts as twenty thousand albums sold. Uh. So what they're doing is trying to, you know, or you know, s- just shipping them to the record store and say, you know what, you can sell them for a buck ninety nine. We don't mm-hmm. give a shit. It, it it doesn't go by. It's not like it's, it's all different because the movies, right? They do it by box office, right? Mm-hmm. But album sales are just. Sales, they just a sales a sale. Like you can sell for a nickel if you want.
0: And I think all those numbers, who's high here, who's low there, I think it's all bullshit. We have a friend of ours that's podcast is mysteriously jumping up into super, and nobody knows how it's doing it. God bless him. I
3: want to okay. know who it is. We'll find after you mm-hmm. know.
0: And I think Billboard number. I think the Oscars are bullshit. I think they just pick who they want to win, and they tell you. They don't show you the numbers. Well, my
3: last – the new one, Old Wheeler, came out. My first album debuted at number nine on the Billboard country charts. The new one sold more and debuted at number 10. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And they go, oh, by the way, now we do um, – we add in to your numbers. We, some like Weird Formula, they figured out they add in streams. They also add in radio play, which obviously I get literally zero of. So Keith Urban, hmm. I sold a lot more albums that week than Keith Urban, but he was number nine, I was number ten. But it's because cause the industry needs Keith Urban, they don't need me. Right. You know, it's like right. Keith Urban keeps the keeps the machine moving. I don't do all I do is fuck is fuck with them. So it's like, you know. I had a week where I sold more albums than Keith Urban and he's ahead of me on the charts. It's just like the way they fucking do it.
0: I want to get back to Taylor Swift, but talking about the industry, Lady Gaga is a great example of that. There was a time where Lady Gaga and uh, Justin Bieber were the only ones selling albums at one point. So Lady Gaga... Which is, in my opinion, if there's any kind of Satanist at all, she's deep into that shit. And I'm not even Christian. I'm a
3: spiritual guy. By the, the way, I, I agree on Lady Gaga, Satan.
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, if you watch that halftime show, that's just a story of Lucifer. And I'm not even Christian. I don't give a fuck. You, I love people looking at me like I'm crazy. They show it to you and they get really quiet. But the story was that she stole her persona from her friend who mysteriously died when she jumped off a balcony. So and the, she
3: jumped off the thing in the Super Bowl
0: too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So weird, dude. So then the story—the mom of the girl who died—is like Lady Gaga is stealing my daughter's persona. There's and so they many killed those. It. There's
3: so many of those fucking stories. I mean, there's a there's a famous clip of um, Have you ever seen the Snake in the <coughs> Grass clip by this? Um, it's this uh, this um, famous dancer who Michael Jackson loved. You watch it, you freak out. It's the black pants and the he's doing the moonwalk and all this shit oh for sure and it's just it's just it's michael jackson he's got the hat and he's doing the the move he's doing all the moves google snake in the grass by um well there's also i'm I'm telling the audience you don't have to mm -hmm. but you can if you want but it'll take forever to watch it because it's kind of (laughs)
1: long
0: but uh, there's a famous guy who was on saturday night live he was illiterate but he got paid cross he put an x down they say, like, Dave Chappelle does his, like, his cadence and everything. I mean, like, we've heard that for a long time.
3: Yeah, there's all, I mean, there's always those guys. I mean, there's no—it's hard to be a true fucking original. Yeah. What's, I mean, for sure. Left?
0: But it's like, there's—yeah, there's, it,
1: for sure. Yeah, there's an open secret in the entertainment industry. In order to rise to the highest levels of pop music stardom, you must completely give yourself over to an establishment that has long been perfecting the art of mind control through imagery and occult symbolism. So mega pop star Taylor Swift is at the very top of this industry and getting paid like royalty for her commitment to the pop game. In her video 2017... Look What You Made Me Do, is a masterpiece of occult mind-control symbolism. I mean, it's straight up right out of Project Monarch. Right. It's some crazy shit. If you guys get a chance, you should definitely check it out. The plot centers around the transformation of Swiss old self into a high priestess of mind-control.
3: I mean, that was her thing, right? Because she, she did country, now she's like, well, country is not what reaches the mass. You know, right. i got to move into this fucking Kanye, pop Ka- Kanye world or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not even pop country, it's just pure pop. You know, it's just it's, she has to she has to be in the – she doesn't want to be compared to all these country people. that, For the most part, the big country guys, the mainstream doesn't know them, but they know Kanye, they know Lady Gaga, all that shit. She wanted to play that game and do that game. you got to sell out at a level we've never even comprehended. You know? I mean, do you guys sell out to get that high, get that big? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, the people who write the – I mean, there's – I forget his name, but there's, like, a dude in Sweden who writes all those hits. you got to go to Sweden and write with this dude who knows how – it's like a formula, you know it's like you know those like even songs you know shitty but you just keep humming them yeah like there's guys who've kind of perfected that fucking formula on those fucking you know like those crazy songs like it's like it's the guy in Sweden I think he did Backstreet Boys, NSYNC Justin Timberlake all that fu- fucking shit it's, like just you just, it. it's just like you you buy your ticket over there you give him a piece and he writes you a hit <laughs> it's, it's just so like- weird because you don't know no one knows what the fuck a hit is you yeah know? and who is a hit what's a hit you know, what are the real numbers? Nobody fucking knows. Or, or what's, a hit, what's a hit in um 2018? We don't fucking know. Could be... I mean, there's people who don't get played on the radio, but get billions of Spotify listens, you know? And I got a beef with... My problem with Spotify is the new one, which is bugging the shit out of me, because Spotify's kind of running the music industry right now. They just went public, by the way, which means your favorite cool, badass app is now owned by fucking shareholders, so stop acting like it's fucking cool. <laughs> Um, but Spotify listens really come from these playlists. Like when you log in, they tell you what to listen to or like right. hot country or hot pop right. or the top 50. Right. And because, and because of my language, they refuse to put me on any playlist and I've outsold, you know, I see the hot country playlist. There's 50 artists on there. I've outsold 48 of them. Really? They won't put me on there. And I they claim it's the language, and I, I believe that it is the language, but I honestly think it has more to do with the fact that I'm an independent artist.
0: For sure, but that shit all will come out, and it will kill the app. Like, YouTube right now is having a big problem with censorship. Big problem. Right now, people like fucking Jimmy Dore are getting fucking murdered by CNN for fucking calling him a, a conspiracy theorist. Uh, YouTube's pulled out all of his fucking... He, all of his, uh, his, uh, his monetary, he can't make money on his views anymore. What do he do? He just tells the truth. He's he just tells like a, pol- a politics guy. He yeah. Just, he's not crazy. They wow. demonetized him, and CNN ran this hit, hit piece on him, which is incredibly bad journalism. I had to have a talk with my girlfriend. I go, I love you to death. You can't watch these channels anymore. I can't be doing a podcast called Tinfoil Hat and come home and you're watching MSNBC.
3: Well, a- I mean, don't don't you think it was better in the old days when there was just like three network news channels where, I mean, it's nice to have choice, but those three shows were the same. It's just, you come home, you watch the news. Well, it
0: was better when like 80, 80 companies own 90% of the fucking, the, uh,
3: the, the, the media, not five companies. Well, that's the best, that's the thing that we kind of skipped over that's really changed everything the most, which is... Was it um, Clear Channel when they, when they got deregulated? Because the rule was you could only ima- own a certain amount of record I mean, uh, radio stations. And once that was deregulated, they just owned everything. You drive from fucking New York to Seattle, and you hear one song the whole way, because they own every fucking station, you know.
0: What's very interesting is that the, uh, the iHeart media app is bombing.
3: It's bombing. Well, yeah, but the iHeart I, I think is the same. iHeart I, I think is in the same company, right? Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, so iHeart is like you know you always people always wonder like when they put like you know whatever the iHeart Radio Festival, how they fucking get all these acts to show up is because they they, control. they have to yeah they control these people. You
0: have to play ball or else they won't play you. Yeah, but the problem is is that the app is literally losing billions because they're trying to create the hey man cool. You could listen to us anywhere you want. It's like, well, I don't want to. Li- if I wanted to listen to you, I would turn on my car radio. Yeah,
3: and also the problem with the radio is not that it's not in podcast form; it's just that it fucking sucks. Yeah, I got a phone with every song ever fucking made. Why am I going to listen to what you tell me to listen to?
0: Yeah, and it's all corporate shit. I mean, as much as you could say you hate Spotify, maybe it's been sold so the
3: game has changed. But I've learned of so many new bands because of Spotify. Well, I mean, I, again, I'm with you on that, but I'm just saying the way they 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 lock the gates to, pe- to to people like me piss me off that being said I, I mean I agree it's like when I was a kid and I wanted to learn about Lou Reed or the Velvet Underground or punk rock music that's a fucking $80 a day I didn't have 80 bucks you know to buy 8 albums nowadays you buy you don't have to get off the couch and then they figure out
0: algorithms of like the amount of you like tone all and they're like hey try this band you're like oh fucking like that like that like that
3: But back I'm, to- I'm really getting fucking sick of and you've, I'm sure you guys have talked about this in the podcast before is all this you know like it happened to me the other day, where I texted my my uh, brother about like, because um, I'm trying to get in shape. We were talking about before, yeah. So I wanted to get some running shoes. I, I was asked, I texted, I texted him, not email. Oh no. Like, do do, you, are do you like New Balance? You know. And now every fucking website I go to, has got fucking New Balance. They're
0: listening, on. dude.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's freaking out, and like Amazon, fucking. I, I actually like Amazon. I like the you know. The actual pro, you know what the way they work. I like getting my shit in the mail. I get my toilet paper off Amazon. Really? Yeah. Shit. Why? Why the fuck go out? I,
0: I love going to the store. I almost got yeah. a fight with a guy yesterday. And You like that? Well, I enjoyed it. it. It's like I like my adrenaline going. Helps me lose my tits.
3: Well, well I like I like just you know, sitting on you know toilet paper, fucking whatever you know cords, whatever it is. You know, it's like, but. They got to chill out on the fuck. They're losing me with these fucking nonstop ads. I buy, you know, toilet paper and they, they start sending out toilet paper ads nonstop. i like, dude, I like wiping my ass. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, And I like the brand. I, bu- I, I buy the brand I like. There's no – you don't need to talk me into another brand. You I don't
0: know? even understand poop advertisements. Like, it's not like I, – I need toilet paper – like, you're not going to sell me poop paper with a cool cartoon bear who's got toilet paper on its asshole. I'm not going to be like, oh, dude, I like that. I just don't understand, like, waste it's, management. It's
3: also, like, I, I like looking at, you know, the, what's the new guitar, the new app, the new phone, whatever. I don't give a fuck about the new toilet paper. Like, what the, what can they do to it? Nothing. It's like, it's soft. Unless, <laughs> unless it's got a hand with it, you know. You got to yeah, go unless... to
1: get a tushy. You guys ever use one of those bidets?
3: Well, I mean that's different, like a like a like a, what's the what what's the wet one? Yeah, yeah, wet nap it up. Yeah, wet nap. I do like baby wipes on your yeah. butthole. <laughs> so, I d- I tried it for a little bit, but problem is there's kind of no going back. So you gotta because then you're out in a hotel or something, and then they don't got it, and you like you know.
1: Yeah. So whether you know it or not, Wheeler, you're a Ronin, and uh, we happen to be Ronins here, which is wandering samurais without any lord or
3: master. All right, cool. I'll take that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man, so I, I think that is what's really catching fire. Like, I know you're going on tour with Kid Rock. In my mind, Kid Rock's going on tour with Wheeler because his fans are about to get the shit kicked out of him by your music, you know what I mean? Are we done talking Taylor Swift? No, I was just getting him in back into it. But in order for liked you to... I like what
3: you were saying, though.
1: Oh, there you go. But uh, in general, though... The themes in this video that we we're talking about—you uh, made me, look what you made me do.
0: Taylor Swift's new video you sent to me scares the fuck out of me. Where she looks like she's a, a Jezebel in all red sitting no, on no, no, a throne. No, uh, no, that one was crazy. But the one and- where like the Illuminati warning, where it breaks down like she gets a piece of paper and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, either you play ball or else you're gonna be a
3: nobody." Like, I think that shit's all real. Yeah, well, I saw one that was like. Like they break these people nowadays don't have any fucking time, so they'll break down every frame. There's one of her in a tub had a, a dollar bill next to her. Mm-hmm. They said that was she did that she remember that sexual harassment lawsuit that she yeah. sued that radio guy for like for touching a dollar. her so, sued her for a dollar. They said that was a metaphor for that s- lawsuit, which makes sense. But just to even think about it that much, it's crazy. to
0: Decoding me. those decoding videos are like you're like okay that makes sense, but that's also. That's crazy, right? Well, you've shot music videos. You see how much time and effort and energy
1: people like. I work on music videos from time to time. I'm like, no one's gonna care about
3: that. Just I would have never thought to put any. If I'd love to have the time and and intelligence to put symbols in my videos, I just my thing is let's fucking get it done. I'm fucking bored. Well, you know
0: the the Lady Gaga halftime show. I think they do that on purpose just to get people talking about it. And get those crazy Christians like, man, she's worships Lucifer. Look, it's the story. You're like, it is the story, and they probably did that on purpose just to get you talked about, or it's a shout out to some dark arts. This Taylor Swift video, there's a lot of shit in there that's fucking crazy, dude. Like, a lot of fucking crazy. Do you shit. You guys believe in
3: the Illuminati?
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, dude, there are people who control. Uh, my theory is we've talked about it here before. Television is just all a shell game. It's all bullshit. None of the ratings matter. They just, because the people who own these channels are the same people who own everybody advertising. So it's just, a, it's all propaganda, brainwashing bullshit. That's
3: like wild. when I had that Wheeler you know, concert special deal, which by the way, I had a fucking deal. They never made the fucking thing. How, like, what the fuck did I sign? Like, I was asking you my use people. use your teeth when you blew them, Doc? <laughs> no, but I'm like, I we signed a deal to make a, I won't name the name of the channel, but we had a, a deal to do a. Concert special for a pay cable channel. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck did I sign it for? If you're not going to... I mean, they just... If they don't want to do it, they'll just get their fucking way out of they it.
0: They get all the power you have none.
3: Exactly. They get back out of it. And if you try to back out, they'll be like, no, nah, dude, we have, a, we have a fucking deal. You know what? Now I know the rules, which is uh, next deal I get, I'm just... I'm, first of all, I'm staying away from these fucking deals because the lesson I learned, you know what? Just go Nashville, shoot it myself, and try to fucking pass it around. I
0: shot my own special, exactly. The Viper Room, dude.
3: Oh, yeah? That's yeah. badass.
0: Yeah. Put 100 people in each show. 140 actually and crushed it's the easiest show i've ever done in my life
1: yeah uh this video portrays swift as a slave of the industry it also announces that she is ascended to the status of grand priestess sounds ridiculous but i mean you watch this shit and it's straight up blatant the idea is this is stems from the idea of project monarch and project monarch is beneath uh it's like sub of project uh, mk ultra i should say The roots of the occult rituals practice of mind control are deep in human history. I mean, this has been going on before time and memory. World War II accelerated the mind control researches so that a new secret science came up. The pioneer was a ruthless Nazi doctor named Joseph Mengele. And uh, he's well known for his torture experiments. His methods researched the maximum amount of pain a human was able to bear and the minimum amount of love they needed. Sounds a lot like Hollywood.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean look at Kanye West, dude. He he fucking snapped and he disappeared for a while. Threw him in a fucking mental facility when he was talking some mad shit. Now he's like, I don't give a fuck. What does he say? What we say. They in this really show? throw him in the mental facility? Yeah. He went to a mental facility. And what did he say that we say here all the time we have on t shirts? Question everything. Yeah. He started saying I that. I
3: retweeted that too. I saw him tweet that, yeah.
0: Question everything, dude. We'll see if he ever gets back to the level that they will let him go. They control everything. This return to gangster rap with that fucking clown out of New York City—talk about gang banging—that's all done on purpose, man. Get now it's to get all the Latinos into gang banging, just like they got all the fucking all the all the uh, blacks into fucking gang banging. It was cool, and even though NWA whooped some ass, that was all done on purpose, man. To get that fucking big, I think the exception of like Joe Rogan. Now listen, Joe Rogan gets a lot of stuff on this pod uh, in the conspiracy world. I know Joe; he's a good dude. You could say whatever you want about him. He has all the the he has a ton of conspiracy theorists on. He always has Eddie on. They're always discussing everything. But I think new media is the only thing that can get through. And then you blow the fuck up. But yeah, right?
3: but there's yeah, there's no but there's there's no sensor. You know, there's no, nothing they can stop do.
1: Do you think that Joe could like a sway the next presidential election?
3: One hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. He's
1: yeah. so big, dude. Do you think he has the responsibility to do
3: that? Um, I don't know, man. I don't think he has the responsibility. To I don't. Know. I don't know. Actually, what I, what I like about him is that he does a pretty good job of. Talking to people on both sides.
0: I totally agree with that. He's getting so much shit, like, oh, yeah, he he's white
3: nationalist. on. He has everybody on, dude. I also see, well, I also, you know, you also see, you know, he talks to, you know, whoever who doesn't, you know.
0: Dude, he talks flat earth. Or, he talks fucking. But he,
3: talk, he'll talk, gay. He'll, he'll he talks, talks. He'll everything. talk to people who are, like, just like, which I don't think you can argue that. Is, I remember watching one where there was, like, right after the election and someone said, it was, it's. Isn't it weird that Donald Trump's president? Which I don't think you can argue that. He was a reality TV star. It's not, it's, I'm not talking about politics. just like it's weird that he's president. And, uh, and Joe said something like, yeah, man, it's weird. And I was looking at the comments on YouTube. Just like, man, he went fucking lib on us. But It's like all he said was it's weird that a guy who, who used to fucking host a reality show is now the president. That's yeah, not it, politics. It was totally fucking weird.
0: It's weird. I was there for the last po- – what was that podcast called? Oh, the – End of the World podcast the world on podcast. election night. I'm on stage. Everybody thinks I'm tweaking balls, but I'm <laughs> fucking on my phone going, just making sure that no condoms and porn is going to fucking pass. And, and, dude, the room was nuts because nobody saw that coming.
3: And that's the thing, too, is, yeah, I mean, I always felt like the elections were fixed until that one.
0: I, I do mean. think to get that big, that big. Sports is totally different. But that big, like Taylor Swift big, Kanye, all that Beyonce. shit. There's a game
3: that's played, and you've got to sell your soul to get that big. Then oh, 100%. That big. 100%. You gotta, I mean, you've got to – I mean, that was a big thing, by the way, too, that there were articles, long articles written about how – why hasn't Taylor Swift spoken up, endorsed Hillary yet? Like, like you know, it's like you get big enough and, like, they don't want – like, like they had an agenda. They She was the one who was supposed to talk about Hillary – and I should give her respect. She didn't talk about anything. Well, you
0: know? you, they also throw you under the bus. I honestly believe that uh, who's the really attractive chick, Jennifer, um, the actress, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. I think they threw her under the bus. I think they fucking got her to talk all go off on Trump, and now her movies are tanking. And that's how it is. They give it, they taketh,
3: man. By the way, last just yesterday, Shania Twain was trending on Twitter because she's she. She's from Canada. She doesn't know shit. I mean, yeah. her her ex husband was produced like Back in Black, all the big ACDC albums, and did all her her hit albums. She has a new album out. It's what I heard. I didn't really like. But um, she someone was asking her about the election. So she, I think she's thinking what she's from Canada. She knows she. What would a country singer say? She said, "I would have supported Trump if I because she's Canadian can't vote. If I'd been able to vote, I would supported Trump." Huge fucking backlash. We're talking nowadays backlashes <laughs> and the backlash to the backlash all happen within. Not minutes. from country though. No, but all the yeah. you know, just the the you know the people who hate Trump. And then she took back the statement. Fuck minutes that. later, she's like, sorry to anyone it offended, you know.
0: <laughs> Fuck all these bitches from Cali. Listen, man, I'ma say this, dude. What is going on in this country? Now we've had discussions about Q anonymous and all this shit, but what is going on in this country? Like that whole uh, Barbara Bush funeral, uh, fucking Trump doesn't go, he sends his wife because these hoes ain't loyal, okay? And then they're all taking pictures together. Dude, I directly think that with the FBI, with the CIA crumbling, with the fucking Facebook dying, with Snapchat dying, with fucking the mainstream media dying... All these false flag shit that we've talked about happening over and over again. This wild house shooting that makes no fucking sense, whatever. Every one of these high-impact things fucking having direct connect to his fucking CIA or the FBI. I think that's all because real shit's starting to happen, dude. Yeah, real I think you're right. I think,
3: well, shit is happening. What's happening is this crazy shit's happening, and technology's moved too fast, and now we have microphones... And distribution ways to just talk with no filters. Yep. And they weren't expecting that part.
0: Yeah. And they're fucking freaking out right now because their propaganda machine is crumbling, dude. And dude, this, you can say what you want about Q Anonymous. He predicted Facebook. He predicted North Korea. He predicted the fires at fucking Hillary. And we can go down. He's been wrong on some shit. But dude, he's predicted a lot of stuff. And I don't know where Trump falls in this, but it's interesting as fuck. And I think there's some people that might actually, I'm not sitting there telling you that Trump is a perfect fucking dude, but there's some shit going down. And all these people, these people who lied to you about weapons of mass destruction, they lied to you all about the shit. Do you like how, like, if you fart on a reporter, the mainstream media kills you, but nobody's saying anything about the DNC suing MSM, uh, suing Wikipedia? nobody's saying anything about that is dangerous dude that is so dangerous they're suing a media outlet and they're gonna look so bad because the truth's gonna come out about the one brothers about there wasn't any hacking all this shit but that's what they're doing they're destroying the dnc because that is the left and they don't want the left to come together and it's just if you don't think real shit's going down you're fucking delusional dude you're fucking delusional. I guess I yelled enough.
3: <laughs> yeah the the new elect the next presidential election is going to be weird, huh? Bonkers, dude. Yeah, because there's going to be. I mean, I think the next election, I, again, I'm not a political dude, but I feel like this next election could be the first time where a third party guy could really have a chance if he was good, you know? Because I've always I was always got sick of the two party system, you know? It's like it's
0: crumbling, dude. Like, you could say whatever you want about Trump, dude. Mainstream media, social media. Fucking all crumbling, dude. CIA, FBI, nobody fucking... They're all retiring left and right. It's just fucking... I don't don't want want
3: my shit on fucking Facebook anymore. It's freaking me out. It's
0: fucking weird, dude. And Q predicted all that. Real shit's going down. And to get to the highest level, Rachel Maddow, Sean Hannity, all that, they all play ball.
3: But dude, think about what Facebook is, okay? Like, what advertisers pay for. They want to know, you know, your age... What you you know what your interests are? Facebook's got your name, your date of birth, what bands you like, what movies you like, what food you like. It's got every what kind f- of black chicks you're into. Yeah, what kind of chicks you're into? It seriously everything you know. You know the day
0: that Facebook was formed, the Pentagon killed off a program they called LifeLock, and it was a program they were creating to fucking basically save all your data from your entire life. That day, which was February fourth, two thousand four, they they killed that program. The exact same day Facebook was formed.
3: That's crazy. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, because I know about it a little bit just through because I'm in, like I said, independent artist do, doing advertising. You can buy ads on Facebook. Like literally, just I want to just advertise to twenty five to thirty year old yeah, men yeah, yeah, who yeah, like yeah. these three, like who like Waylon, whatever. In artists who only live in these it's like it, you can get so fucking specific with these ads you know and they're not that expensive you know like it's a couple hundred bucks to reach like a couple million g- people who are your target audience right, you know? right, right the flip side
1: of that is they're thinking that they're going to be say you have all your data from your whole life after you pass they can now use your imagery and your video to make a holographic version of yourself or even, like, an augmented version. And your family members, your great-grandson, can go hang out with you in VR space. You guys can play guitar yeah, together. Yeah, well,
3: I ain't doing it's, that.
1: Yeah. It's going to
0: – your stuff's there. They're going to
1: get you. I'm saying,
3: you. but I ain't hanging out with a dead relative <laughs> ver- augmented reality.
0: Fuck huh? that shit. Grandpa's yeah. dead. Call yeah. it a day. Taylor hey, Swift, anything else on her?
1: I mean – so after, but what, you're wondering what happened to Zena, right? Yeah. Because if she's the clone, then is Zena dead? Yeah, th- yeah. I,
3: that's my question, too. Why, so why why clone uh, Anton LaVey's daughter?
1: I guess it's these bloodlines. So much of what comes down to when you start hearing about royal bloodlines, whether it's British or Saudi or, or American Rockefeller, the Rothschilds, then you get into some weirder to where they think it might be reptilian all the way down to elite bloodlines. So... The idea is there's thirteen bloodlines that started the thirteen colonies of America, and so these thirteen families then like continued. There like the Kennedys, the Onassis, Rockefellers, Rothschilds. Uh, It goes on to where Walkers, uh, probably Walkers, (laughs) it came on. So after leaving the Church of Satan, she renounced Levay Satanism and started following Sethism, which is linked to ancient Egyptian god Seth.
3: So she left her dad's religion
1: mm-hmm. in the nineties. Start following a
3: guy named Seth.
1: Well, that's uh, it's Jesus. A... <laughs> Seth. So Zena is now reportedly follower of Tibetan tantric Buddhism, and in a 2012 interview with Vice, the Satanic sensation revealed that she no longer believed what she did growing up. Now she focuses on helping people.
0: I would dig that. Hey, she dude, says.
1: Sometimes she have... likes Satan. Sometimes she does Yeah, she's help people overcome their problems the same way that she did. So, hey. Even the, the daughter of uh, Church of Satan can change their lives, you know?
3: Hey, can we get a song to go out on? Yeah, I'll do a song for you.
1: Hell yeah. You, so, I'll, I'll, so Satan is an easy go-to device making villains out of people. I mean, people that don't know Wheeler, they probably think he's the devil. People that don't know I Sam, be. they might think he is. But I'll tell I you right now, devil. we got more in common than we don't.
0: And, um, uh, this is a song... I think, I think Taylor Swift is Illuminati. I think she's MK Ultra. What do you I th- think th- you th- don't do you think get that big. What do you Without think about what player. I
3: said that she kind of bought her way into the music? Again?
0: Probably. I mean, there's always a story, dude. There's always a story. Here we go.
3: Okay, this is a song from my new record. It's called, and this is a good title. It's called, If My Dick Is Up, Why Am I Down?
0: Okay, I like it. My voice,
3: my voice is a little shot from today dude. from talking, so we'll see how it goes.
0: All right.
2: When I skipped class They're now hitting me up For a backstage pass All the ladies get wet When I roll into town So my dick is up Tell me why am I down Tugging me, fucking me Sucking my dick Till my balls run dry
0: Jr. Check him out. He's on tour with Kid Rock and check out his new podcast, Wheeler Walker, or his podcast on all things comedy. This has been uh, Tim Foyle Hat. Guys, go get those tickets to San Francisco. We love you guys very much. Thanks for tuning in. Man, that was
3: really cool. Thanks for having me, guys. Anytime. Thanks, Wheeler.